0: So today, um, appropriately, after hearing some of the comments, opening, sharing that we had of um, transitions and challenges that are a part of our lives right now, um, we're going to talk about grounding. And City has started us with that as she had us go through a series of exercises and disciplines for grounding ourselves. So I'm going to speak a little bit more to that. Today, So science has caught up with the ancient yogic teachings that the world as we understand it, everything in this world is merely energy in varying wavelengths. Um, And quantum physics as that has come on the scene, um, opened up the whole subtlest of energy understanding that it isn't just the gross physical energy that we see in movement and energy, but it's the subtle also. And as we understand ourselves to be both gross and subtle energies, um, it's really important for us to understand how it is that we harness and um, cleanse and recognize that those energies inside of ourselves so that we can take best advantage of this energetic being that we are. Um, So we know that energy is vibrating at different frequencies. We've talked about that with respect to sound um, and Lydia has shared a lot of of, um, sound pieces of music that we know correlate to different energy systems within our body. So within our body, we vibrate, the organs vibrate at one um, frequency, the mind and brain is vibrating at another frequency, our voices, it comes out as another frequency, Um, the highest of these frequencies is pure light and it ranges from non-visible to the invisible or invisible to the visible. Um, And just as sound, we know that sound has such a large range um, of frequencies that animals, dogs can hear different um, ranges of sound than we can. Um, So we understand that the range is both uh, recognizable and not in our systems, that it's something that we have to tune ourselves to to have the widest range possible for experiencing these frequencies in our system. And the denser we are both in our anatomy and in our energy systems within our body, the less we feel coming through us. And if we really want to be a receptacles of the divine energy that is in us and connecting us to source, then we have to be as refined in our energy source as possible. Um, We know that our thoughts um, have a certain energetic frequency, even in just that they can shift how we feel. We know that our body, the body chemistry responds to our thoughts and different chemicals and different hormones are released within our body based on what we're thinking. So we have an enormous capacity for um, our own health and vitality through tending the frequency and the energetics of our system. I think it's important for us to recognize that we, I, I read this somewhere and I was so struck by it, that we are not just spiritual beings having a physical or earthly experience but that we are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience at the physical end of the energy spectrum. We are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience at the physical end of the energy spectrum. So it's not as though we came and we left spirit to come into a body and now we're tending that body so it can connect back to spirit. We are spirit in this body and this spirit is having this experience. The body and the mind are simply the tools through which we're calibrating and experiencing the embodied life of the spirit. I think that's really important for us because if we tend ourselves as spirit, not that we're aiming to connect with spirit, but that that's all we are is spirit. And that in this incarnation... We're exhibiting that in an embodied form. So we have a different energy to tend because we're in this physical container, but that the spirit is not cha- its not ever changing, it's eternal. And whether it shows up in a body or in some other form, we still recognize and acknowledge that it's spirit. So why does this matter to us? aside from curiosity about the energetics of our system, why would we care? Well, we care because we want to have this frequency that we are using as our sustenance. So if you imagine a circuit, if you try to plug in a lamp to an outlet that doesn't have the proper um, circuitry, your lamp will either be dim or it won't light at all that the circuitry that is this energy cycling through us is something we need to be mindful of and tend in a really conscious, um, responsible way. So in looking at that, I wanna talk a little bit about the energetics of our system. So we have in the Indian vernacular, we have nadis, which are the highways, the energetic highways within and throughout our body. We have 72,000 nadis, little highways that are running the energy from one part of our body to another, 72,000 of them. However, we got to that count, I don't know, but that's what Laura tells us, 72,000. And they're intersecting in these hubs that we talked about before called energy centers or chakras, if that's the vernacular you like to use. And these energy centers, we come to understand that there are approximately 114 of these energy centers throughout our body. And then several that are actually just contained outside of our body. But for our purposes and for what is generally used as discussion, we talk about the seven energy points or energy centers or seven chakras. Um, So today, City had us doing discipline exercises and techniques that help us to ground ourselves and to connect to our body and to connect our body to the greater support of Pachamama, the earth, the the rootedness of being part of this planetary system to connect ourselves to that rather than hovering above it to have us connected to it. So today we're going to talk more in depth about the first energy center or the first chakra, which is called the muladhara. So for those of you who are practicing yoga, many, most of you on this call are, you've had exposure to this over and again. But I think in this time, with the transitions that are going on in the world around us and in our own little microcosm of family and community, it's really important for us to focus specifically on our rootedness through the muladhara, so that our entire day, our movement is consciously in the connecting and grounding ourselves so that whatever comes in these transitions and in this time that is quite um, unpredictable, that we still feel rooted and grounded, that we are not pushed off center, that our ultimate happy place, the place from which joy exudes and bubbles over in us, is the place where we stay grounded regardless of what's going on around us. That our mindset and our experience is not predicated on our external circumstances or relationships to be held in a certain way. So sometimes they're pleasant and sometimes they're not. Sometimes life brings us very enjoyable moments and sometimes it brings us more challenging. That's part of being in the spectrum and the frequency of possibility. And so being really rooted our physical container being rooted through the Muladhara energy center or chakra allows us to have that stability that we can sit in whatever comes to us. And often I hear when people talk about the chakras they're really interested in the crown chakra, the seventh chakra. They wanna talk about how do we get connected and stay in connection with the divine. And that's really wonderful, of course we wanna do that. But we cannot be in contact with the divine unless we are well-rooted because the frequency of the divine is very intense. The frequency of divine information, divine wisdom, divine experience coming through us, whether it's coming down upon us or coming through us is operating at a very high frequency. So our body has to be calibrated And rooted strongly enough and substantially enough that when that divine energy is pulsing through us it doesn't throw us off it doesn't alarm us or make us you know you hear people having kundalini awakenings where they can't function in the real world for a period of time because that energy is so powerful and so transformative that you can't even sit still in this body and one of the ways for us to be inviting in that divine experience is to keep our bodies so rooted and grounded that as it's subtly increasing in us, we don't feel like we're having a, an unusual experience. We feel as though we're bringing in just more joy and the what's coming out of us and what's connecting us to the divine, which is in us and outside of us, it's everywhere. The divine permeates everything. Divine is not out just above or just below or just to the side. Divine is coming in and out of us as our breath comes in and out. That is the divinity. The breath is the breath of life. That is the divine in that wave of movement that comes in and out of us. So we want to be supporting our system to be able to take that breath and to be able to really experience it in every situation that we're in. Having a stable foundation is paramount to the spiritual journey. So we're here talking every week about our spiritual journey and looking at the different possible ways that we can use disciplines to heighten it and we can practice our mudras and all of our things. But if we're not conscious that what we're the first step is to keep us connected And rooted and grounded so that each of these layers that we add on whether it's a practice of a mudra or a mantra or whatever it happens to be is part of what's keep these layers are keeping us in a grounded way but we have to really be in the mindset of what what is my ultimate what am i aiming for i'm aiming to be grounded so we're talking about the muladhara which is the first uh, energy center in our body which is at the perineum, the base between the anus and the sex organs, the perineum is the the beginning point of this energy center. And when it's balanced and strong and connected, we feel stability, we feel confidence, we feel energy, we feel strength. Our ojos, as we talk about in the Ayurvedic world, are really strong. We feel that we can take on whatever comes. Then our fear proportionately decreases. When you feel confident about whatever is thrown at you is still okay, you can handle it. Your fear for what might be thrown at you decreases. You have less worry. When you're grounded, you have less concern that the outside world and your inside world are gonna throw you off to where you can't manage. You feel it's manageable. It might be difficult, but it's all manageable within the energetics and within the capacity that we hold. So we want stability and we want confidence and we want energy and we want strength. As women, we want those pieces to be the foundational pillars of how we get up each day and how we move through the world. Symptoms that are common in imbalance of our root chakra or energy center are restlessness. That's a really big one. Restlessness. Are we restless with our life and with our place in our life? Insecurity. Are we we worried about how it is that we sustain or how it is that we acquire certain things? Are we insecure about how we stand in our world? Anger, aggression, impatience is another one. When the system is not grounded, it's very easy to go into impatience because anything that comes that's out of sorts for us throws us off. So we're impatient with this resolution of things or with the, even the conversation. Someone's not delivering something quickly enough to us, whether it's something in physical form or it's an idea or it's, you know, whatever it happens to be, it's not being delivered to us in our timeline. We're impatient, impatience, restlessness, insecurity, um, and an obsession with the outside world, with the material world. I know it's a time when we're on the internet so much more, and I've been curious in asking women about their shopping habits. So we're used to going out and you know running into the, whatever stores for whatever we need. Now, so much of that has been in the last year online. How did we see our relationship with shopping and with the acquiring of things to fill this void for not being able to have our freedom to move around because we associate freedom with our physical freedom. But freedom is really an internal space. It's not an external space. If we look at any of the writings of any um, individuals who have spent time incarcerated, particularly You know the peacemakers who would be Mandela or Gandhi or any of those, they talk about this enormous sense of peace that they had even incarcerated because their peace came from an internal space, not an external space. So I invite you to take a look at how it is that this last year and a half, now as things are opening up and we're gonna have a different freedom being reintroduced, how it was with your relationship with material objects. And were you more interested in acquiring them and feeling that you were filling yourself up or were you less? They weren't there, you couldn't go, it was fine. What was your relationship with those, with that shopping and acquiring piece of ourselves? So if we want grace transmitted through us, we have to have the appropriate body situation so we can hold the intensity. So one of the ways that we do this as we concentrate. So for this week, I invite you to concentrate on the muladhara. To spend this week, every time your mind goes someplace and you catch it and you call it back, call it back to feeling rooted, to feeling that that um, like a rod that comes through, is coming through your spine and coming through your perineum and is rooting itself, grounding you, cording you into the earth such that you feel that that wonderful earthiness of feeling grounded, the actual physicality of of picking up soil, of feeling yourself in the garden when you're in the garden and you feel that tactile connection with this rootedness that this week, spend the time in that space. Every time it comes into your mind, imagine yourself being rooted, sitting in the garden and go sit in the garden. Take time to have yourself barefoot walking out in the grass or in the garden however whatever it is whatever situation you have get barefoot get your body as close to the earth as possible in India most in most of the shops and not in the big cities but in the villages and in the countryside the shops and the schools the children in school and the at home everyone's sitting either on the ground sitting straight on the ground or they're sitting in low chairs that have little just wheels like this high. So you're as close to the earth as possible all the time. And that is that is a very important way of grounding ourselves. So I'd like to see that this week you practice sitting sitting on the floor or on the earth, outside, wherever, cross-legged. Cross-legged is the posture that allows us to have our spine erect. It allows all of our organs to be in the place they should be, slouching, laying, moving. Everything gets pushed around. We want the order of this physical body of ours to be layered properly. We feel more, the, the cavities that are meant to have spaciousness are have space around them. We elongate, we sit up, we sit in a very relaxed, but upright position with your legs crossed, which allows for your sit bone and your perineum to be in the best contact with the ground beneath you. It is the most relaxed state you can sit in if you can be comfortable sitting cross-legged. So one of the ways that I practice that is that I sit cross-legged whenever I can. Even on a chair, I cross at least my, my left leg and I bring my left um heel in as close as I can to my body even sitting on a chair and sit on the earth for as you know on the floor eat sitting on the floor if you can sit at a coffee table you can do your computer work sitting on the floor practice sitting as close to earth as possible for a few you know at least 15 20 30 minutes work up to how long it is that's comfortable for you Start incorporating this week into your diet. Add in, I'm sure you all already, but just as a consciousness to what supports the lowest of our groundedness to the earth. Bring in apples, red apples, raspberries, cherries, strawberries, all of these red rooted earth, all of the earth um, root veggies, pomegranates, beets. Add those into your diet this week as a conscious effort to keep yourself grounded to keep yourself as close to the earth, as stable as possible. Foot massages, fabulous way to keep us rooted and connected, our feet and soles of our feet are touching the earth. Have the soles of your feet um, rubbed, massage them using oils, use cedar uh, essential oils, frankincense, patchouli, vetiver. These are all earthy grounding scents that remind you to stay in your body grounded and centered. This week, practice being centered. Don't worry about the other chakras and energy centers. Just worry about the muladhara and staying as centered and grounded as possible using the mudra that Siddhi has introduced um, and the sitting cross-legged and see how that brings you into alignment with and into a sense of stability and security and just rootedness to whatever life brings you this week. And then let's see how that works for us mm mm-hmm.